0: All right, happy Tuesday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today we have Arunab Dasrar with us from the East Coast. Um, he's from Real Sage. He is a multifamily investor, and they also do AI for landlords. You know, we've uh, I've tried to to glean every software guy that comes on this show how AI is going to impact the real estate industry. So I'm super excited to jump into this because I know Arunab is going to have some good good gems of wisdom for us. So Arnab, thank you very much for hopping on the show.
1: Thanks, Gabe, for having me.
0: Absolutely. I told you before we got on here, we like to start with stories. So take us back to the beginning of your story. How'd you get started in real estate?
1: Yeah, it's like I'm one of the like uh, very specific people who come from a background of technology and real estate. So I started coding when I was like young 12 year old and by the time I got into engineering I, I said I know a lot of computers I don't want to do computer engineering so I ended up doing civil engineering and that's how like the my first element of bringing technology and real estate together started um, and I was working on some of the largest projects the world has ever seen over five billion dollars Uh, working in technology transfer in the industry. Uh, And then uh, I sold my first company when I was 25 and then decided getting into the real estate investment side with my MBA, worked um, with uh, private equity, handling close to a billion dollars of assets in multifamily and REZI overall across North America. And that's where we found this really unique challenge, where everyone is just talks about how real estate moves slow, doesn't tell you why it moves slow. And I uh, had, like, you know, uh, saw it firsthand. Where in one evening, I was taking a call on a hundred and thirty million dollar deal, and my Excel sheet was crashing. <laughs> and my system was slow, and then that's how like we decided, okay, this has to change not only for us, it's for every other person who joins the industry and has that real estate dream or has a big portfolio to go from. Uh, and that's how like we started RealSage, uh, which essentially is bringing super fast and accurate decision-making to the world.
0: Nice, man. I love it. All right, we just had to pause the pause the recording real quick um, to fix that gain issue. I know uh, Arnav was coming in a little a little loud for you guys. No time has passed, and that's the beauty of technology here. Um, <laughs> and it's also a perfect segue because we we're talking about technology. Arnav, uh, you're so you guys do AI um, in real estate, and you the it kind of the genesis of it was you dealing with slow Excel sheets. Um, you know, technology that wasn't working for you. Uh, Which kind of led you to create this company. So AI is kind of like a buzzword these days. So tell us what does AI mean in terms of the typical, you know, real estate investor. Let's use me as an as an example. I invest in self-storage facilities and mobile home RV parks. Um, we actually we use third-party property management for our self-storage facilities, and then we have individual property managers for our mobile home parks. How would your platform uh, or the AI aspect of RealSage, how would it help me as as an investor?
1: Great question, uh, Gabe. AI is all about decision-making, supporting those decision-making elements, which sometimes... Uh, if you're 20 years in the industry, and that gray hair, becomes a gut, right? So AI is actually trained on those data points to make those, you know, decision making easy. So for you, if you're trying to look at a new self-storage facility or want to see which self-storage is performing right and for what reasons, AI can help you, like, do it much faster than you picking up a call, calling your property manager, looking, you know, at, getting yourself uh, in front of their, like, recency bias. They might say, oh, this is not working because of this reason, which happened only last week. But the major reason is, like, you know, for the whole year of data. So what AI can do is actually flag as well as um, make that decision-making easier in terms of what data points really matter to you, what is the demographic where you're thriving, which assets which you're thriving, so that you can double down on, basically investing in the right kind of self storage facility or right kind of uh, multifamily facility you want to actually work with um, gotcha. and that's the so beauty of is, it so this
0: it sounds like this yeah. is more oriented towards the due diligence period or the the analysis period where you're actually trying to identify a property to purchase is that right
1: so we have different use cases uh, mm-hmm. the major use case which currently you know i was uh, i was telling you about how you do decision-making where AI can help. But mm-hmm. major use case, which our clients uh, actually use, is predictive pricing. Mm-hmm. So what happens is currently that whole process is too arcade. You need number of analysts to scour through your market, pick up the phone, and go mm-hmm. through, you know, like understanding what somebody is pricing before actually pricing, and do that exercise over and over every quarter or month to adjust to seasonality and mm-hmm. things like that. And well, that's super
0: relevant with uh, self-storage because you need dynamic pricing all the time. Exactly. I mean, it goes up and down in the, in the summer and then in the winter. And so that makes yes. sense.
1: Same in multifamily. Like our major customers are real estate investment trusts and others like who basically want to have the right amount of pricing so that they have the right vacancy levels as well as the right uh, NER, like net effective rents. So uh, our AI can actually map Uh, Their customer satisfaction, uh, their tenant satisfaction, as well as what's going on in external market to give you a prediction on this is what you should charge. And this is the days on market you can go. This exercise itself states two people a week to do it once. And here Mm -hmm. you can do it like on a regular basis. Um, Our system can give you pings uh, before things happen. So you have predictive as well as prescriptive models where it can tell you three months down the line, you're going to have this much vacancy because your tenant satisfaction is down, your work orders are uh, out there. And uh, the market is uh, overall in this neighborhood is actually seeing a downward trend. Mm, So those things come together. Your decision-making is much accurate, much more faster, and you act today so that you beat the competition in the market. Nice, I love it. Um, Now,
0: I'm going to try to ask a question here. And I'm not a... AI guru or anything, I don't know enough to really ask great questions. But my I do know that AI needs to be trained on specific data yes. models. Um, so how is it? And I don't want to get too far into the technical weeds here. But <laughs> just try to try to explain to me how is it getting the how is it making that decision? Um, what is the input that you have to give the the system itself in order to know what, you know, the the rent should be?
1: Yeah, it's an excellent question, and that's why that's where we have spent most time and money to actually build it with some of the top PhDs across the world to like work on this. We've built one of the fastest integration the industry has ever seen, where you it's like BYOD, bring your own data. So essentially, every system can. Take the data from your systems. And then some people will say, it's garbage in, garbage out. My, my data is not clean, and like it has this problem and that problem. That's where we have also trained AI to actually understand your data, clean it up, map it, and validate it. And it is a no-code solution where you can literally drag-drop your internal vacancy data or your internal system data that the system can understand. And then we have really brilliant data plug partners within our system and data plug partners who provide external data, essentially mm-hmm. demographic data, mm-hmm. rental data, um, ILS partners, where the external data comes in. And both of them get matched into our data models and AI models which on which the AI gets trained. And every time you take a decision, our system also gets reinforced. They It understands, okay, this is yay or nay from our customer and gives you more accurate decisions or predictions over time based on these two data sets.
0: Gotcha. So just going back to kind of my use case, um, let's just take self-storage. I use Easy Storage Solutions as the, the software that we use. Mm-hmm. Do Would I, for this, you know, for AI to work for me, would I need to be Like downloading all of the occupancy reports and all that stuff, or does it plug directly into the uh, CRM that we're using
1: for? So, currently, so yeah, that's a great question. So, currently, we are specific, like we have a niche vertical we are focused on is uh, multifamily. So we integrate with most of the multifamily CRM, ERP oh, yeah. systems, use and
0: software. For, yeah, we yes, parts, great.
1: But. So, yeah, we can get that. So um, directly can bring that data into our system. For other systems, as I mentioned, we have built a drag-and-drop mechanism. It's such a mm. beauty because most of our uh, users actually generate some kind of report from whatever system they're using. It's an Excel report. They download that data, the Excel report is. You can literally... Uh, put that Excel report or that report which you're getting from the system into our uh, drag-and-drop mechanism, and the system gives the validation and accepts the data which it can take automatically. So Mm -hmm. if you're using self-storage, you bring that data, you have uh, your um, external data plug partners, and then the system starts learning about it, and over a month or two months after that, you will start getting predictive analytics. And, of course, all this is including with a very great dashboard and BI tool. So you basically see all your matrices and KPI at one place outside of the AI prediction. So your reporting platform becomes real sage and you are getting more driven decision-making on it.
0: Very cool. Yeah, that's one of my biggest frustrations with ESS. Um, There's tons of platforms out there to use for self-storage, but ESS frustrates me because their reporting is really bad. No offense to (laughs) ESS, you guys, but (laughs) you guys got to fix that thing. That's most
1: the most of the systems. Honestly, Gabe, like most of the legacy systems is the in this era is like the same kind of issue. Like their reporting doesn't work. They don't talk to other systems. There are other systems involved. We become that layer where you can bring all that data sets.
0: Yeah, integrate it. I like it. Um, So before we move on, uh, I want to ask about due diligence. You've already mentioned it before. You guys have AI can work in the due diligence analysis aspect of real estate. And I feel like that's the pl- piece um, that I would, I feel would really benefit me as an investor because I've tried to offload my analysis to VAs and they just don't do it right. <laughs> and it's really hard to train someone to do due diligence, um, that's right. at least in my experience. And so how does it help or how will AI help um, somebody... W- you know looking for a self storage facility say i find one in nashville texas do you just you know take the pnl and the the occupancy that the seller gives you or how does it how does it generally work
1: so uh, there are two ways how we actually tie this uh, due diligence piece together is, of course, there is external. data. So if you're investing in a, you know, like in a property in Texas and you don't know anything about it, you definitely need a lot of external data to know where you want to place. And the second, we need your assumptions that I only invest. I'm always successful in um, properties, which has uh, which in, in neighborhoods, which has. Uh, demographic between eighteen to uh, thirty, like that's my secret sauce, right? Or I only get money if I am uh, investing in properties which is within a five mile of a um, of a bus stop or of a public transit, right? So, you if you have these mm-hmm. hypotheses, these assumptions for making your decisions, you can feed those two things, like the external data and then your uh, decision hypotheses. And what the system can do, take your p take all the deal flows which you're getting and prioritize based on ranking. So Very it can rank it saying, you know, the deal one, it has like most probability for be a success for you. You should look at it. So now what happens from an asset manager or acquisition specialist perspective, um, they are able to really look at more deals a week versus like spending time on a deal which probably have a like really low rank and like waste that time so yeah. the prioritization aspect makes so much sense for so many people yeah. say okay this has 80 percent thumbs up from our, our system you can delve deeper and then do your softs because real estate has a lot of softs which you need to understand which are not on the data which are not everywhere else yeah. you know who is the operating partner whether this guy is like trustworthy or whatnot but at least you know which makes most sense based on your hypotheses and your, um, you know, like data models. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can see that being a big uh, benefit. It takes me at least an hour to to underwrite a property. Um, and so being able to cut that down to like 15 minutes would be, it'd be huge to be able to save those 45 minutes.
1: Yeah. And that two, for 10, 10 properties. So you can at the same time evaluate 10 deals, which came into your table at one go based on the same parameters.
0: Yep. I love it. All right. I looked at the clock. It looks like we have run down the timer. So it is time to jump into the quick question round. Are you ready?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Let's do it. It starts with books or any form of education. I need two recommendations, one for general life wisdom, and then one for real estate or business specific.
1: That's a great question. Um, I think, uh, there are two books, which I generally recommend. Um, Nothing specific to uh, real estate. I just learn all my real estate stuff by doing it. So <laughs> I think there are so many great uh, blogs and stuff out there which you can read about if you're a new investor in real estate. But the two major books which I recommend everyone reading if they are in business is one is Think Again. Um, think Again is a great book which uh, talks about how people are setting on their way that this is how things are done if you take a pause and, like, actually relearn, say, if you have thought about everything, what's the risk and what you are not thinking about? So that's basically restructuring your thought process. Very, Mm -hmm. like, greatly written book. And uh, the second one is Predictably Irrational by Dan Early. That's some book um, I grew up reading, so that got me very excited about human psychology and understanding, you know, how human brain works and helps uh, in a lot of, like, sales communication understanding marketing and things like that so those are the two books I recommend one bonus would be good to great um where like it talks about how you can take a good business to a great business but like still it ranks lower in my in my list because it has so many different perspectives and you can take any one of them so it just doesn't have that coherence which like rest of the two books has
0: yeah yeah predictably irrational um i read that that one's really good and i i just on this other screen i just bought think again uh for everybody out there if you guys get this uh, if you listen to this within the next week it is on sale on amazon for 2.99 for your kindle that's amazing you guys, if you guys are kindle readers it's uh it's it's a good buy right now all right that moves us on to the next question this is for your younger self so let's go back to the Arnob who was just going to college just uh you know Walking on the campus, go back to him. Look him in the eye. Give him one piece of advice moving forward.
1: Yeah, it's uh, uh There's a one-word advice. It's called perseverance. Because the best thing which you can do, because when you're young, you're always moving around things. Like you do one thing one time, and then think about another thing. Your brain is always like, you know, trying to do a lot of things. I think perseverance is the best superpower you can give to your younger selves. That you should. Not only pick a thing and then be the best at it is what, uh, you know, the, I would give my advice to like the advice to my younger self saying like, you know, stick to it and keep hustling.
0: Yeah. Perseverance and then not getting shiny object syndrome. That is probably what I'd tell my younger self too, because when I was in my (laughs) early 20s, I was just bouncing around left and right. It was uh, was nuts.
1: So there is a thing called, right? Like, uh, uh, you know, youth is wasted on the young.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it really is. That's true. All right. Next question. Uh, We haven't talked a ton about your investing in multifamily, but um, this is about your investing. It's uh, the US. You're in Canada right now. So we're going to include Canada. It's a big place, basically all of North America, a lot of opportunity out there, a lot of different cities to invest in. So give me the single metro, the single city you're most excited about investing in today.
1: I would say two cities, actually, which are in my radar and our data, of course, tells it as well, uh, is one um, is Dallas, and the second is North Carolina. Mm. Uh, those are two, like, really great uh, and upcoming uh, places for multifamily, um, good amount of healthy, high-quality immigration and migration happening in those areas. Um, Good time to actually get in and like reap benefits in the long term. And real estate is a long term game. uh, So, but these two are still good. Dallas, specifically, where you still have cash positive rental assets, like where even after paying your loans and like your mortgages, you have a dollar which you're taking out. Uh, That doesn't happen in Toronto or New York or any other place because it's cash negative economies to like the cash flow wise. So, uh, these are the two places I would recommend to look out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we have uh, two self-storage facilities in Dallas. Um, I love that metro. I've been looking for more. It's it's very slim pickings out there. It's hard to find good deals in Dallas. But if you find them, I love that metro. Um, North Carolina, too. Is there any specific city in North Carolina or just the entire, entire state? Yeah
1: yeah I think entire state currently uh which I'm looking at I, I need to delve deeper into like the specific areas. There are a few like areas Charlotte, which are man. hot spots, like Charlotte is a yeah. good hot spot uh in there um but like there are few other places like even outside of Charlotte which are like doing good in multifamily
0: nice. All right, next question. This is about finding deals. It all starts with the uh, with the acquisition, which starts with finding that first lead. So, what is your favorite way to generate leads?
1: Be with the right people. I think that's the favorite way because most of the deals come from your network. Uh, and if you are out there and want to like build that network, go to these conferences, go to the right uh, kind of. Uh, places um, where most of the people who are doing the similar deals and listen to this podcast. Like, you know, those are the things which you can get yourself educated to get it. For me, like most of my deals, if I would ever invest uh, in future as well, it comes from my network. Like it is all trusted source. So build your network with the right people.
0: Absolutely. It all starts with relationships. Um, That leads us to the second to last question. This is about your gifts. Uh, We are all gifted with unique strengths that we provide this world. So what is your Superman strength?
1: I would say my superpower is uh, learning fast. I have been able to learn pretty much a lot of different things very quickly and implement it. Um, and uh, having that empathy towards the world is like, I think like is an important piece when you learn fast and want to like really get back. And that's what I think is, as a mission-driven company in real Sage, we are doing, we want to change how the industry works and we're learning and growing and bringing that back to the industry as well. So, you know, learning really quickly.
0: Nice, learning fast, adaptability, very, very important strength to have in real estate. Um, that leads us to the very last question. This is for the listeners. You've given us a lot to think about. I'm sure people want to reach out, learn a little bit more about real Sage, what you guys do out there. So what is the best way for them to reach out?
1: yeah so if you go to realsage.com uh, you see a big yellow button say request demo our team would be love would love to like hear you out understand uh, where you're at in your journey and how we can help uh, you can also reach us out on LinkedIn or Twitter at realsage uh, and uh, I'm also available on LinkedIn um, at Arunab Dastidar.
0: Perfect um, that is Realsage, R-E-A-L-S-A-G-E dot com. I will put that link in the show notes. If you all want to reach out to Arnab, just click the little more in the description. It'll pull down the full description and then there you can find his links. All right, man, that wraps it up. Thank you very much for hopping on the show.
1: Thanks a lot, Gabe. Great conversation. Take care.
0: Absolutely. For everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason we do this. So if you guys have any questions whatsoever reach out to me gabe with realestateinvestingclub.com and if you guys want to support the show all we ask is to give us a like subscribe share all that jazz other than that i hope you guys have a great week keep rocking real estate and i look forward to seeing you on the next episode all right before i officially sign off i have a quick announcement to make